although God says to Isaiah, tell the people, although your former delivery from Egypt, in other words, uh, when the exodus came about, uh, it was grand and it was glorious. Uh, uh, and we, I want you to always remember that. As a matter of fact, I, I wrote it that I want you to never forget it. He, he says, but I'm about to show you something else, uh, and it's going to pale in comparison uh, to what happened in the past. He says, and then they don't even realize, Reverend Veronica, I'm helping somebody already, that you got something to look forward to. They thought, they thought, the, uh, the Israelites, they thought they had, they had seen it all, but Isaiah comes on the scene here, and he says, y'all ain't seen nothing yet. I could take a seat right now, Pastor Keith, just say the word, just say the word. Hallelujah. You see, you, you see uh, uh, he's saying what he, what Isaiah is really pointing to in the text here is he is pointing to the Israelites uh, that there is a coming of the Messiah. And so stop looking backward, uh, and I want you to cast your eyes uh, ahead. Uh-huh, uh-huh. So as, as good and as promising as it sounds, how many of you all know that sometimes when a change is taking place in our lives, that sometimes our changes can feel like we're being cut with a knife. Uh, or maybe maybe somebody say you feel like a brick, uh, a cinder block fell on your foot uh, and, and it hurts so bad. Uh, or maybe you feel like uh, you got a punch in your gut. I, 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 don't, I think I'm talking to somebody that's been through some changes that, that didn't feel good from the outset. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And, and when God makes a change in our lives, uh, uh, sometimes we get it mixed up as Ethan, and we think that God must don't love us anymore. Uh, how could a loving God, how, how could a loving Father uh, make me go through we, we wonder, we, we lay in our bed and wonder why is God treating us like this? What in the world did I do to deserve this kind of treatment? Have you ever wondered why you were going through something that you really didn't want to go through? And you were upset with God uh, and even angry with God. Oh, you ain't going to say amen in the house of somebody has been in a place uh, where something changed uh, that made you upset uh, with God. And then you cried about it maybe in secret. You, you didn't shed your tears in the church. Uh, you didn't come out where people could see you or hurting, but in your secret place, uh, in your bed at night, uh,
we just dwell on our current condition and where we might be broke, uh, where we might feel brokenhearted, uh, we might feel depressed, uh, uh, maybe even busted and disgusted. Uh, and so we cry over the God changes uh, that he's brought our way even all the more. In our hearts we feel like it's a season of sincere and, 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 and stressful testing. Uh, has anybody ever been there? And we just talked about those seasons not long ago, Pastor Keith, about severe testing. And we gave you some ways to get through it. But we believe that some changes that God has allowed to come to our door sometimes, church, will get us in a headspace that makes you question your relationship with God. Your prayer life will suffer. In other words, because of where your head is, you stop connecting with God. But I came to tell somebody that I heard it said that we need to pray the hardest when it's hardest to pray. Oh, I hope I'm helping somebody. I hope I'm helping somebody this morning. Hallelujah. Man, many of you, many of you here, I just want to switch it up just a little bit, but many of you here, and maybe some who are listening in uh, on social media or on the, uh, on the conference call line, you all grew up uh, with this song called, What a Friend We Have yes. in Jesus. Yes. That, that, that sounds familiar. Yes. And, and we used to sing that song, uh, Blessed Assurance. Yeah, yeah. Jesus is mine. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But can I tell y'all that it was it was those songs that carried the message that when Jesus is our friend, that we ought to know that we can carry everything to Him in prayer. Some of us, I know I did. Some of us watched our grandmas and our aunties and our granddaddies standing in the choir singing those songs, waving their hands to the glory of God and we knew that those songs had some meaning you could tell that they were reaching them in places and touching them in their souls because of the power and the fervor in which they sang but sometimes when God is changing us what a friend we have in Jesus it'll ring true in our spirits and especially when we get to the place in the song that's called the bridge of the song. Uh, you all know when you get to that place uh, where, 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 you, where the bridge will ring true is because it'll highlight two things uh, in your spirit. Number one, uh, the peace we often uh, forfeit. Anybody ever forfeited some peace? Uh, and the other thing is the needless pain uh, we face. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Why, why? Well, the songwriter already told you all because we didn't carry everything to God in prayer. And so what do you do when it feels like God's changes are not for the better, but better yet, they are hurting you? Uh, you might as well know in this house we're going to be real today. Because often we don't feel ready 
for the changes that God is putting us through. I'm going to say that one more again. Uh, we don't often feel ready for the changes that God is putting us through. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because of the sovereignty of the Savior, who sometimes places us still on the potter's wheel. His changes in our lives, Brother CJ, can feel uncomfortable. They can feel uncontrollable. They can't feel un untenable, uh, which means that it's going to be hard sometimes uh, for us to stand up under some of those things. They may feel untidy, uh, and they may certainly feel unthinkable. Uh, who am I talking to in the house this morning? Uh, anybody can celebrate uh, when all your ducks are lined up in a row. Everybody can celebrate when you got money in your pocket. Everybody can celebrate when friends are all around you. But what about those moments when God is changing you and he is pruning you when the process that you are going through, that God's process where he has you in the change factory, what then? And what it feels like is hurting you in the process. Because you're being pruned. Come on, Jesus. You're being cut in the right places. Oh, we don't like it. Oh, not one bit. We are being sliced and torn. As we used to say back in the day, just show as you're born. What do you do after being cut and you remain sore, still hurting? And sometimes your healing is yet to come. Oh, come on, Pastor. Come on. Come on and help us. My, my Lord. And so it's my job to take us to a story, a familiar story of Abraham and Genesis 12. So let me tell you something. In the end, let me go to the end. God made him the father of the nation of Israel. Remember, Veronica, in the end, God made his descendants as numerous as the sands on the seashore. In the end, God made him rich. I know somebody out there wants to be rich. God made him rich, and he made him not only rich, but he made him prosperous in the end. Uh, in the end. But in the beginning, hallelujah, he was hurt by the changes God made in his life. I hope somebody heard me. In the beginning, he was hurt by the changes God made in his life. So let me tell you a few points and I'm going to take my seat going back to the organ where I belong and I'm going to do what I got to do and get out of the way. Point number one here is he was hurt by the uncertainty of a certain God. Y'all know God is certain about what he's going to do. But here Abraham comes up and he is hurt by the uncertainty of a certain God. See, in other words, 
God knew what he wanted from Abraham, but Abraham didn't know what God wanted from him. Amen, somebody. Let me put it this way. God was certain about what he wanted from Abraham, but Abraham wasn't certain at all. Hear what the Lord is saying in Genesis 12 and 1. Leave your country. Leave your people and your father's house and go to a land that I will show you. Explanation, translation, if you will. God told Abraham to pick up from where he was and change his location. And then here he was in the hurting part. Go to another place. It's a land that I will. He didn't say, I've already picked it out. I've already shown you. It's a place that I will show you. And yet this land was undetermined. So imagine the hurt in Vesta Sultan and getting up and moving somewhere and you don't even know where you're going. You got to go and he told you to go. You commanded to go, but you don't have a clue where you're going. When God picked this place up and said, go over there, we have not a clue Amen. as to where Refuge 2 was going. Right. But he said, go to a place where I will show you. I have to tell you that, that people will, will say to you, God's going to blow your mind. Lord. And God will give you more than ever you can think or ask or, or you can imagine. And eyes haven't seen you. Y'all heard it. Ears haven't heard what the Lord is going to do. even enter into your heart. What God is going to do. What he's not prepared for you. See, they tell you all that. And some say you're going to get new levels. And, and, and the level of hurt will determine how great your outcome's going to be. Y'all know you heard it. Yeah, you don't need to act like you did. So we're getting real right now. Uh, but you know, the hurt says, even after they've said all of what they're saying, the hurt says uh, that the level of faith says you've got to hang on regardless of the hurt that you have seen. And you got to hang on through the hurt of the change even when it looks like it's all for the worse. Amen. Amen. My God, you got to hang on. You got to hang on. You got to hang on even when it's not looking for the better. I know our theme is, is change for the better, but sometimes it just doesn't look like it's for the better. Let me go to point number two. I got two more points. I'm going to get out of the way. God knew that Abraham would be hurt by the struggle in his faith. Even though he was promised a blessing. He said, I will make you a great nation. I'll make your name great. And you will be a blessing. That's in Genesis 12 and 2 for you Bible scholars. I'll make you a great nation. The hurt of the change to Abraham's journey had to be making him ask himself, well, how could this happen? How this could even look like being beneficial? How will this all, this mess, this stuff, this 
everything that's all in my way. How will any of this turn into a blessing? How? Since he had no heirs and no spares. You know, the old folk used to call them, say, didn't have chick nor child. And since he didn't have the location of his new beginning, and he was a super old dude that that was chosen for a super young man's assignment, and, and so he couldn't even imagine, Minister Swan, uh, uh, about being a blessing to anybody, let alone receiving the blessing of the Lord. But I got a question for y'all. Have you ever felt insufficient in your energy when you knew there was a new thing that God has chosen you for? Do you feel hurt because you believe you are ill-equipped to do God's work? Come on here, somebody. And have you felt totally inadequate and you wonder how in God's name you're going to get to be that chosen one. You saw my hand. You feel, you may feel insignificant. You may feel insufficient. You may feel incompetent. You may feel inhibited. You may even feel uninformed. And you may feel unstable. You may feel unusable. And you may feel unessential. You may even have been tricked. You may have been truncated. And you may have even been trumped. But you, no matter how old you are, no matter how you feel, whether you're single or you're married, uh, no children or you don't have children, uh, you, 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 you decide to take what God decides to hurt you with. You've got to. To make things change for the better. It's stuff you can't see. You might as well know that God going to change your life. If you give it to him, he's going to change your life. And he will use you when he gets ready. Might as well know that. When he chooses you, I'm getting ready to get out of the way. When he chooses you for your level of hurt to change you for the better. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready. Get ready, somebody in refuge too, and outside of refuge too. When you've given your life to God, He gets ready to change you yeah. through the level of hurt. Get ready because His plan must be carried out. And it will benefit you in the end. That's why I gave you the end from the beginning. Because the beginning did not look all that good. Uh, uh, it was quite crazy looking if you want to know the truth. Keith Brown had some crazy moments. Keith Brown had some things that didn't look so good in the beginning. Keith Brown had to say, wait a minute, where is the end going to be? When is it coming? Where am I going to get where I got to go? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Even though in your situation, the moment may be uh, next week or it may look like it's coming the week after. Uh, it may be changing for the better a year from now. 
But let me tell you something, and this is my last thing. Even though we have gone through all of these things, been truncated, and even Trump, y'all know what Trump is? You got lied to. You got lied on. You got cheated. You got mistreated. You got talked about. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. All of those things that we know are true. I ain't said nothing but what was the truth. After all of that, after all the things we've been through, my last point is, but God was and is always there. Hallelujah. I thank God right there for that. Hallelujah. Let me tell y'all something. I'm going to get out of the way because this is, this is my faith. God is with you. In all that you do. Amen. Yes, the devil going to come and he's going to try to make you feel like you will be hurt in all of God's plans and it's going to last all of your life. Yes, the devil going to come and he's going to try to make you feel like this God that you serve has forgotten you. Yes, the devil is going to come and try to make you feel like all things are fearful and God is distant and God is absent, even that God might even be ignorant to how you feel. Oh, yeah, yeah, all of that. But God was. God was. But God was. And let me tell you something else. But God is. God is. Let me tell you something else. And God will be. Hallelujah. He will be. He'll be with us. And you can write that check and take it to the box. I'm a witness that he will carry you through. No matter what you're going through. He'll keep his promises. So in the end, it's going to change. But in the beginning, it may not look so good. He kept his promises to Abraham. And it was even over a thousand years, Sister Brande, after Abraham's death. So no matter how crazy all this stuff looks, My Lord. God is always there. Oh, thank you, I Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Oh, blessed name. Well, I'm going to tell y'all a story, a little bit of a little story, maybe. Maybe it's, maybe it's a little fictitious story, you all know. Uh, but there was a story about a group of friends that, uh, that was, uh, I think one was Maddie, one was Veronica, and I think one of them name was Elaine, and somebody was Jackie on the boat. There was a one letter and a Phil and a DD on the boat, uh, and some more folks that was on the boat. I'm, I'm just calling them what the Lord calls them. Don't the Lord call you by, by your name? And, 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 and it was all on a boat, and the, the boat, Brother Rico, was called the Refuge 2. And, and, and under, the, under the name, it said, A Great Place to Grow. Well, well, but, but this, this group of friends has to keep that they had seen the winds of change blowing in. 
of chains that was crashing against the boat. Uh -huh. and, and they heard the howling of the wind Woo! that was making the boat go from a calm boat uh, to a rocky boat. Oh, uh, but, but can I just tell y'all that they survived the turbulence because what? Jesus was with them. Oh, come on, somebody. Uh, most of you, most of you all know that the story that I said about refuge was really the story about the disciples in Mark 6. In verse 45, when it was late one night, anybody ever had a late one night boat ride? And, 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 and as they were on the boat late at night, the Bible says that Jesus was alone on the land. But verse 49 says that he saw he saw that that day, I'm talking about the friends on the refuge two boat, that they were in trouble. And the Bible says in some serious trouble. And they were rowing hard. And they were struggling against the winds and the rains. But the Bible declares that it was at night that Mark says that Jesus was walking on the water. But you know what? The Bible also says that he had every intention, Reverend Veronica, to walk past the boat. But when he saw, when he saw them in distress, oh, God, he said to the group, to the group on the boat, he said, take courage. Don't be afraid, for I am here. In other words, I am with you. And Mark to the boat, uh, that the boat uh, calmed down, uh, and the winds uh, and the waves, uh, they stopped uh, right where they were. Come on, somebody. Uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus, uh, he was at peace. Uh, oh, you all know Jesus. Uh, he was smooth, uh, and Jesus, uh, our Jesus, uh, he was soothing uh, to the men that were on the boat. Ah, uh, he was there in their rough conditions, yet it was only the sound of his voice. Come on, somebody. It was the sound of his voice that changed their condition from stressful to peaceful. Somebody said to God, be the glory. Hallelujah. So what am I going to tell you all before I go? is that the well, first thing I want you to know is we gotta now forget the troubles of the past. In verse number 18, God says to us, forget your past issues on your boat. He says, I've delivered you from your winds. I've delivered you from your waves. Oh, come on, come on, 20, 2021, I've delivered you from your unemployment. I've delivered you from COVID-19. Oh, i delivered you from every sickness. I've delivered you from putting money and food and strange change. Oh, I've delivered you, y'all, from toxic relationships. I've delivered you. Yes, I've delivered you. Come on, church. It's already done. You may not see it yet. It might not feel like it yet, Minister Matt. But remember, I know your future. And I know what your future holds. 